0: Jump.
1: Yeah. Shepard.
0: And then after I want to start asking about a bunch of other movies. Yeah. So we got we got a lot more cover. Okay. Shepherd? Did you did you write it or same thing? Or did you just direct it?
1: i just directed Shepherd. I I helped develop it. You did. But um only after we decided to do the movie. So I got the script and it was a much darker. Like basically, dude, when I got that script, the first version of it that I read. Was a guy going around murdering kids in horrible fucking ways. Like, like, sounds entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. Like, burning them to death in cars. And I told Phil, the writer, I fucking love this. This is great. Like, (laughs) I wanna murder, like, this is gonna be awesome, murder kids. Then when we made the movie, it was like a lot of kids getting murdered, a lot of like, a lot of guns killing people. <laughs> and then we're like, might not be, you know, art is never safe, but, you know, we're asking people for money for to make this movie. Like, should we just roll like we just don't care? Or do we, you know, become sensitive? Turns out that we didn't even have to really do that. It was uh, the script I loved. And when we got into it, the more we talked about it, it was like, let's bring this movie down to something that's not as fucking horrific and that's a little bit more digestible for more than just horror fans right um i think phil and i secretly regret that decision but won't tell each other that the writer and producer and i (laughs) I think we both secretly like we should like, have just I fucking. Gotta, I kind of wish we killed a bunch. Of yeah, I, Like, <laughs> like exactly, we should have probably just fucking really murdered people because that would have been. that but we, I love the I love the approach, and actually, I really love Shepard. It's just the ver. It's I feel bad because I did not make I didn't make the script that he initially sent me. He rewrote okay. it. Right. He rewrote it to tone it down, and we worked on that. But I always make sure I apologize to him. I'm, like, I'm sorry, man. I didn't we only killed one person. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm sorry about that. Like, and it's not even on camera. Like it's very restrained. Yeah. Um, you know, it, but yeah, he, he Maybe wrote Maybe we can it. make a shepherd too. <clears throat> well, <there's, laughs> one cut. yeah, well, the internet would say stop at one <laughs> or possibly never. Don't listen had, to the internet. Never. never I liked made, it. You know, and, uh, there's, there's things in that movie that like, Phil and I knew, you know, and Phil produced, he's my partner. We, um, we worked on this movie very closely. It was an awesome he is such a fucking great collaborator. It, uh, it, was, it was amazing. Because to take a script where it was a horror film and to make it something like this, you're going to open up to, I, I think, you're going to open up your, your actors, your options of, of actors, who, you know, you can, when you're doing a drama, the range, the availability It's mm. like night and day. Yeah. So <clears throat> we knew that, like, we could still make this movie about a, you know, a, a killer... But we can be a little more, you know, we can obfuscate his background a little bit more. And we can play with the idea of it being almost a a buddy movie, you know, instead of this, like, spiteful movie. Also, a big reason we didn't go the horror route is because it would have been a little bit too expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm being totally
2: yeah. honest, yeah. like,
1: you just can't make the movie you want to make with, like, a bunch of locations and gags it, it probably cost to kill some people. It's very expensive, especially the way it was written. Like it was, the script was awesome. Like I, I, I might have made it worse because it's now like very like toned down. But I love the version of the toned down that it is. It's just interesting to think like there's actually a comic that he's that's based on a comic. So like the comic was called Red Rover, and that comic you can buy. Oh. Um, it's distributed, and it's now called Shepherd. <clears throat> but the comic is like. Basically about a guy who, um, a kid who befriends a guy who becomes sort of a father figure and teaches him how to defend himself and goes after all the people that like wronged him. Like the bullying, like that theme is still in our movie, Mm -hmm. but it's much more relaxed. It is much more relaxed. And it's also just much more of a this than that than this happens without like, it's very much more, it's more straightforward, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's very economical from a, yeah. you know, that, that yeah. was the whole reason behind that. Huh. I went way long on your question. No, you're I, no, good. I actually, I no, I know.
0: I've been waiting to tell you, dude, I loved Shepard. Like, oh. I legitimately, I loved that movie. Thanks, yeah. dude. That movie was. I appreciate it. I it was felt like tell, yeah. when, I wa- when I watched Rogue River and then Children of Sorrow, this was like the perfect third one that felt like, okay, he clearly had a bigger budget. Like, the. It just—I I really liked it. I loved, and I what I loved most, and I, this is such a weird thing. Well, this is such a weird thing to like specifically like about it. Yeah. I love the quirky musical cues of like the the, the like. It has this satirical undertone where yeah. it's like, man, maybe okay. I can I could be okay with this guy going around killing people. Like <laughs> yeah. he is kind of funny like he's now. The, he's the
3: killer, but he's kind of the good guy.
2: Yeah,
0: was, yeah.
1: they're great characters. Yeah. yeah, the, they, the it, whole
0: point really. I just I I really liked it. I love the toned down version that you talked about. I would honestly love to see a not toned down version, but I think that this (laughs) works like for sure. Like if I was to tell people to go watch this movie, I would not have to caveat with like, "Hey, watch out! You're going to see this guy's giant schlong, and then you're going (laughs) to see some people like get brutally murdered." Like that movie was really good.
3: Yeah,
1: cool. Thank you guys. I mean, thank you for watching all of them, but thanks for watching that movie. Um, It uh, it is it's certainly. A risk when you convert the script that much, but really nobody has any idea that that happened. You know, we, no, nobody knows that this was—I don't want to say neutered. It was an agreed-upon, you know, uh, direction. Mm-hmm. Because Keep going, cool, uh, those things can cost a lot of money. Yeah, and you know, it was—it was really kind of fun to have my hand at uh, to try my hand at. More of a subdued, more of a more of a drama, yeah. you know that that had a relationship component, that like this reverse, you know, buddy kind of comedy, mm-hmm. but not really a comedy, just a, a buddy
0: story. No, I, you know, man, yeah, I just, I, I really, I really dug the how easily this kid that was clearly fragile, how he sort of was just like. Okay, I'm just gonna do whatever this kid tells me, mm-hmm. or I would not kid. I'm gonna do whatever this guy tells me, and then right. he fucking kills this kid. Yeah, and I'm so bummed we didn't see what happened to him when he opened the truck because he throws up. He was and I'm like, oh, are they gonna show it? And I had to because I was I was watching with my girlfriend. Yeah, and uh, and uh, and I had to like rewind it because I like reached over to like grab like I was getting a snack or something. I was like, I had to rewind. I was like, did it cut to it super quick and I missed yeah. it and it didn't. And I was like, ah, oh, damn. But it was it was a really good movie, man. I really and I, again Thanks. those those musical quirks. Like for some reason, like I'm such a because I. I'm such a nerd about like the yeah. music and stuff, and it does play such a role when you listen to what when he's talking to him in the hotel and he's like, That guy's not my friend, and they're just like doop, doop, doop. and I was like, yeah. Oh, okay, like I get it. Like I can be like I don't have to root against this guy going around killing people for some reason, even though right. I should be rooting against him. But in this moment, I'm like, I kinda want him to kill that shitty kid. Yeah. Like, I kinda want him to kill that kid. And
1: you 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 um like I like villain movies. Like mm-hmm. so I would say Children of the Star was a villain movie, like the villain is the star. Right, uh, and Shepard—it's no different. The the villain, the character Shepard, who we never call him that, but you know who mm-hmm. he is. He's, Which was sick, by the way. Yeah, that thank, was a cool, like, creative I, thing. I so appreciate. It was like,
0: that. that's him, right? Yeah, definitely him. Obviously.
1: yeah. It's definitely the wink, and like, you guys know who he is. But uh, I got to work with. Um, so I licensed uh, one of his songs, um, Jason from, and and really okay. So Dog Fashion Disco is is a band that I really love. And uh, Jason and Todd um, are these, you know, incredible musicians. And Todd Smith, and they they actually uh, have another band called El Cripo El Cripo is fucking just incredible music. It's like dark but also melodic, and it has sort of a Faith No More kind of like vibe to it, which is rad. And his his vocal acuity is just off the charts. I, I just love everything that they've done. And so I reached out to him in Children of Sorrow and I I, I licensed the, one of their songs. Hmm. And at the end of Children of Sorrow when you're seeing everybody's character and there's a song playing over it. Um, and I was like, I reached out to him again and I was like, hey dude, how do you feel about scoring a movie? And he was like, never done it. And I was like, fucking would you want to? That'd be awesome if you could. And they're they're like, yeah. So So you had Todd Smith and Jason from Dog Fashion Disco who are, you know, they're like, well known in the you know in the rock world like for for what they do like they have a huge audience um I'm a huge fan so it was really cool to have them come on board as composers that they hadn't done before and was they composed it we did it all remotely like they were back east hmm. and composed the film so sending them cuts you know at a time and we really wanted to focus on quirky
2: yeah
1: like and it was awesome because To hear you say that the first time I heard anybody say it was quirky and that they liked it, not everybody pays attention to to that. So that means a lot to me. That's awesome. Because and I know that they would love that, because we worked really hard to give the characters their own little quirky themes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to like it every time Shepard was on screen. Mm -hmm. You wanted to enjoy his presence, even though you know he's exactly that's the music. It it totally does. It totally
0: Yeah. It, It again, it adds like the viewer, this nuance of like Okay, like this is cool. Yeah. yeah. Like I like the buddy, cool. like the you said, like the buddy thing. It's like, oh yeah, maybe they are buddies. Like maybe he really right. does like him.
1: And that explains, the ending hopefully, which people don't like or they, they either love or hate, that's why there is no, there's no like definitive death yeah. at the end of the movie because this is the reason he didn't kill him. I, and we could go to that in a minute, but yeah. like is because this person Created you in a way right, mm. so do you take it a step further and become him, or do you stop at good enough and that was sort of the quandary, and so you know we ended it in a way that we thought might fucking piss people off, yeah. but at the same time, <laughs> we knew that if you're too definitive, then it's that's that's definitive, like I like Shepard, I like the character mm-hmm. as a filmmaker, I was pushing for him. Going out in Roman, which is why you see his bloody shirts at the end. You guys, he's not dead. Yeah, you know, he's out there going into another hotel. He might meet another kid.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Is like you a know? sequel would honestly be like a pretty cool idea, mm-hmm. where like he goes like a different town, or maybe his bit right is just like mm-hmm. going to towns and just like I don't know, just hanging out for in, like a whatever amount of time until he can find that one person yeah. that he thinks he can help, and he ends up just throwing them in this loop where it's like. Now I'm curious, like in my as watching it, I'm like, now this kid's got to deal with like the police with the missing kid, and now the yeah. dead teacher, yeah, and like all the blood on the floor. It's like it's not explained, but I like that, and I like at the end too. It's a shepherd. It's like it gives it this comic book feel. that You were mm-hmm. saying, yeah, me. like it feels very like it feels very playful, right? Where it's like I kind of want more. Like I kind of want to watch him do more stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that really means a lot to me. Like that the the playfulness was exactly what I wanted to do with that movie. I did not want to have a straight up, you know, thriller where, you know, you're on pins and needles. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted the music to really emphasize the characters and when they're on screen, kind of get you into their head a little bit. And most of all, I really wanted you to have a like really a a feeling of of invitation when Shepard was there like like you, it could be okay if you like mm-hmm. liked him. Yeah, like it's okay, guys. Like he's I, I like him too. That's why he's here. Yeah. That's why he's doing this. Like I wanted it to feel led, like, yeah. like we were able to lead you into feeling invited. You know, like by the character, and so to hear you say that it was like really cool because you don't often get people that like. You just don't, and I'm not.
0: And i am not just like blowing smoke up your ass. No, no, I, like, I, I clearly, I, 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 I thoroughly no. enjoyed this. Movie. No,
1: I, I, uh, no, I, I, I know, and I am just appreciative of it. But sure. the, um, the the thing about that movie is, you could go a bunch of different ways. You know, you could make, you could make that movie with a horrendous cur- killer. You could have him be a total serial killer, or he could be a dude that wink, wink, nod, nod has clearly killed people, has no problem doing it, and, uh, if you like him it's okay to be a little dirty you can like a bad guy yeah. you know the uh, the gray characters with gray backgrounds mm-hmm. and gray stories and um you know you mentioned the the kid eric the the, the bully who who gets yeah. killed right he's great <clears throat> he is great that's he's great re-
0: his character his character is written like I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you off on a tangent. No, no There's Go that scene where they're in the gas station mm-hmm. and he has that like back and forth with that girl where he's like, You're not gonna do anything stupid. He goes, No, I'm not gonna do anything stupid. He goes, I'm gonna do something stupid. Yeah. Like, I love that. I'm like, That's <laughs> totally something some <laughs> shitty teenager would do. Like, I'm not gonna do anything. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do something. Yeah. Like, I love, <laughs> I love that. I love just like the nuance and like the script writing. In that. Uh, it was really uh,
1: good. Thank you. Like, he, uh, so that's Reed and he's, uh, he's also a stage actor. Um, he's fucking incredible. He's a young kid. He's got a huge career. I hope people discover him. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's just a very smart. Um, the very brilliant actor yeah. who who can really just go for yeah, it. Yeah,
0: he oh, he owned that role. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want
1: to give him a stock asshole, but you can't really describe the character other than he's he's a he's a dickhead that didn't deserve to die.
0: So you yes, take that? Yeah, you uh, did feel bad yeah. that he died, right? For he, some reason, even though he's clearly he met he met the dude in the bathroom and just beat the shit out of him for literally yeah. no reason, and right. you like automatically are like, okay, kind of hope he dies, and then he does, and you're like, oh man, he kind of didn't deserve that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he did. He's just yeah. an asshole. Yeah. Well,
1: that's the thing is yeah. he, that's where Shepard becomes the agitator, right? Because he made a decision, and the whole the whole like pitch of the story is, you know, it's it's two people who fell into each other's lives and wish they hadn't. You know, that's sort of the. That's sort of the pitch. And like, it's like asking somebody for help and they go, Yeah, I'll help you. But you didn't know how they were going to help. And yeah. now you're stuck in this mm-hmm. fucking yeah. perpetual cycle of like, But I also kind of can't leave this relationship. It's very abusive, but I also can't leave it because it's the only attention I've gotten mm-hmm. from somebody in a long time. But he just killed somebody. So that sucks. But then, you know, it goes off the rails. Mm-hmm. And and that's when you have to make the decision of, you know, if you're Ray, do I become him or do I is this good enough? I I stood yeah. up for myself on my own. Yeah. Is that good enough? So what, you know, you always wonder as a filmmaker like does that stuff resonate with people? Do they does that is that hit? Is it you know? too
0: deep? Like, am I? Yeah. yeah.
1: Am I just in my own shit? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, this is yeah. so fucking meaty. Like, <laughs> and, then, and someone's I mean, like. They're going to be watching the movie in a movie <laughs> theater. <laughs> and you get a fucking tweet, and they're like, I just saw Shepard. I have no idea what it's about. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that explains it. you like, there we go. Got it. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, not meaty at all. <laughs> so, you know, it's kind of humbling. But the uh, the reason why he's not shown, I wanted to give you that. Because you, you mentioned why he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the prop body did not make it to set that day. The dead body. The dead body. So we didn't, and we didn't have Reed on set that night. He wasn't shooting. So we couldn't bring him in because that's money. And we just, and plus who knows what he was doing. He has a life outside of the movie. So he's scheduled for, actors are scheduled for certain days. And if they have enough notice that, you know, you could, production could bring him in, but we didn't have the body um, and we didn't have Reed. So therefore, you have this sort of Hitchcockian. Let's not show you. Yeah. But it's more like budgetary. Not show you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like uh, I'm. So my some of my closest friends that are filmmakers are like, Jordan, you're like, you gotta stop making the restrained movies. Like, like fucking, it's okay. Like show show people. I'm like. Like, I showed a dick in my last yeah. one. Like, what do you what, want? What, what it, is, yeah, what do you want you the want dick two to have? A, yeah, you want a dick to have a spike coming out of it and like attacking? People? Like, you want it to be a projectile? Like you might be onto something, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could make it weird, but you know, Shepard is a bit restrained, um, but on purpose. Like, that was the that was ultimately the, the goal, the goal yeah. to yeah. try to restrain this. And people don't know how restrained it is. If you read the comic book, you'll definitely see. That it would have been, there's quite a contrast. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that's why he's not there. It's not because uh, nothing cool just didn't make it.
0: For sure. The whole body just didn't get there. Just, just didn't get there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. like one or two more questions before we move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, or I assume that this movie was, high, you did have a higher budget and a little bit, like it felt, this felt like they had more production value in this.
1: Uh, it was a smaller budget than Rogue River. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Um, I figured out how to produce better. So made, made less mistakes oh, and learned from past you know issues with Children of Sorrow. And Rogue River I wasn't a producer on, but I, I was obviously instrumental in getting the movie made. Mm-hmm. So I watched a lot of stuff from really smart people and really good people. Took that to Children of Sorrow. Watched a little bit of how we did that, what mistakes we made there. And then when Phil and I went to produce it, it was like talking about some of the mistakes I'd made because Phil hadn't really produced a feature before, but he'd done shorts. And Phil's a great producer in his own right. So it was like I had some experience and some avenues that we, you know, didn't want to go down to mm-hmm. maximize our, you know, investment. And then he's just a really smart fucking dude who was able to pick up producing and really had my back the entire time. Uh, incredible partner. He just, you know, made it work. So we were able to stretch that those dollars. Yeah. And you know, I think on your, like when, on your third film, you just realize what you can't and can't do. And, uh, you realize where not to spend tons of time on when to move on when it's, when it is good enough, uh, how to manage your time. Um, so directing is still very fucking hard, but you just, you just have, you know, more experience. And so that's why we're able to make it for a little bit less. Plus, it was in a it was an urban movie, so there was resources everywhere. That makes sense. You know, yeah,
0: yeah you weren't out in the cuts. Yep. Yeah, I got yeah. Both your movies were in Grants Pass and Mojave.
1: Yeah. So this was shot in L.A. Malibu, which the house of that Ray goes and stays at his aunt's house. It, it all burnt down in the Malibu fires. Oh, right after. Oh from, shoot. Yeah, we we wrapped. So wow, pretty sad stuff because those yeah. are real locations. Huh. Yeah. Well,
0: anyways, I mean, yeah, that's it. it Movie was great. Thanks, it man. It felt yeah. high budget. This Thanks felt watching, like a man. very like his third his third one. Like there, I don't know. It just it felt it felt it felt good, cool. and I really liked it. I liked the movie
3: a lot. Yeah, yeah. I did too. I like all three actually. Yeah. I appreciate. Sorry, that. I keep
0: st- stepping all over Sam. Sam never talks anyway. So no, you're good, dude.
3: Uh, I'm enjoying this. I like for
1: anybody who's curious if it sounds like Sam's actually in the corner, just making comments, he actually is literally
3: in the corner. I just in the corner child. Yeah.
1: Which I wondered when I listened to the podcast before it came on, I pictured him in that chair. I pictured him in the fucking corner. And Tonight it's like,
0: you're like, damn it. Why do you have to be in the, why do you have to be in the corner? (laughs) He's really in the corner. really in the corner. Yeah. So
3: I like my corner. No, it's good, dude.
0: Okay. Yeah. Like what are his favorite scary movies?
3: Do it, yeah. Some of them. Let's make that transition. Yeah, yeah. You, you, could,
1: guys, just, you could, you could, no, just you, like oh, you. you, just maybe
0: rattle. We off. went over ours already. Rattle yeah, off, like
3: I know five
1: or six. So that you yeah, I'll, love. I can name, I can name a couple that you know are just sort of. I don't have like a, I don't have a list like that a is list, updated that's all the time because yeah. it's that's too, too. That's a lot of work. Too many brain cells are used for that, but um, I will rub salt in the Moon. I lo- is my favorite film. Okay. Um, I am a huge fan of uh, slasher movies. So that's a subgenre of horror that usually is, uh, you know, revenge killing in uh, creative ways. You know, Friday Thirteenth, those types of films. My favorite slasher movie is The Burning. The burning. Um, yeah, which is uh, just just an awesome fucking slasher movie. The you know the villain is a, a character named Cropsy who's was burnt to death and comes back and uh, murders everybody that you know had anything to do with it. Uh, great, great Tom Savini effects work. You know who did. All the, the Friday Thirteenth stuff. So, anyways, the, the burning. Um, I love uh, Don't Look Now, which is a Nicholas Rogue. Uh, it's like a seventies. I've heard of um, that one. I haven't seen it, what but is it, I have Don't heard, heard look now. Yeah, yeah it's of it's um it's a it's a horror film that deals with grief and paranoia, and um, it's much more of a. Uh, it's much more of a movie ab- about themes than it is about plot. It's really it's really much more of a psychological horror film, um, and just that Nick Roeg uh, sort of you know tone that he he brings to a lot of his films. Great movie. Um, you know, another one off the top of my head, I would say like that I love. Um, you know, is is probably I love Alien. I think Aliens. I good. Alien. Yeah. Alien is probably like one of the best. It's a sci-fi movie, but let's be honest, it's a it's horror.
2: Yeah, that'd be sci-fi pretty terrifying movie. if yeah. it happened.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it's got one of the best trailers of ever literally no dialogue just a like a siren and just like this really cutty like very jarring atmosphere Mm -hmm. that just gets scarier and scarier as the trailer goes it's Mm -hmm. one of the best trailers ever love alien um you know and i think um i think there's there's probably a lot of like foreign films that like that i like too that scare me um like i liked wicker man have you ever seen that i've seen wicker man why do i feel like i've seen is that on netflix uh, it might be, I
3: don't maybe. know. I, if feel like a, I feel like a- I know. I've seen it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Maybe. Yeah.
1: It's it's if you like you know I like atmosphere you know a lot in in horror, um, you know it could list kind of goes on but um, of recent you guys actually covered two horror films that I thought were really fucking great um, being uh, Midsommar. Or if you want to be American, Midsummer. Oh,
0: don't. Um,
1: <laughs> you know. Uh, and then Hereditary, which I know you guys covered in here. I'm your...
3: so glad that you said both Yeah, of those. Words. Yeah. Um, Hereditary is fucking awesome.
1: So, yeah, Hereditary, I had my daughter watch it the other day, and she was like. Bella? Yeah. She was like, um, so what, uh. When's was... this over? <laughs> yeah, she's like, that was, like, like, really scary and, like, really weird. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, how'd you like it? And she's like, yeah, it was really scary and really weird. Um so I think it really kind of traumatized her. Obviously, we all know what part gets everybody, mm-hmm. right? Okay, the head and the pole. It's just yep, like yep. fucking... Oh, it just, it just, <laughs> so good. It just, it, it literally, it really smacks you on the head. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh, there, there's pun. <laughs> yeah, like, there was pun. But it's like, you're like, fuck. And then, I mean, and then, then you don't even show us the result right away. You like, give us yes. a fucking day. Yeah. And then you're just like, hey, by the way head head <laughs> what yeah. i was like fuck um it reminded me of that shot reminded me of the opening of texas chainsaw massacre which is the, the, the toby hooper film like the 70s mm-hmm. seventy four film i still don't know which one i've seen
0: <laughs> i've seen one of them and it was sick <laughs> no, i don't yeah. i don't remember which but, one like, what, what, what,
1: what was the what happened other than a guy with a chainsaw killing people there was <laughs> so, okay. no, <laughs> one of the scenes that i
0: remember is the girls in the basement laying on the table Okay, and like someone sneaks in under or something.
1: So that's that is like the remakes. Yeah, that's the okay. Yeah, that so I'm a, been, I'm a poser
0: then, basically. And I've also seen Summer, not Midsummer. Yeah. So
1: yeah, I mean, depends on where how you want to. Ari Aster says Midsummer, so I jokingly said that. Um, <laughs> He's a yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> uh, that guy. I mean, but you know, like, like that, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, great fucking movie. Those those movies, as far as new films. Um, they're I think they're incredible just cuz they they just breathe new life. I enjoyed uh, The Witch.
0: Dude, I haven't I've watched that
1: movie. i been telling yet. him to watch that movie. Yeah. It's not, that movie yeah, it's not is scary. sick. It's just Well, when we were disturbing.
3: when me and Emily watched Hereditary after you told us, we saw the preview and I was like, dude, this looks fucking good. And I saw it, it was The Witch like, oh, so Tyler said to watch. I got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's good.
1: Yeah, dude, you'll dig it. Um, have you seen uh The Lighthouse?
3: No, that's no.
1: with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, right. It's the black and white Red one. Box. Oh, dude, it's worth I it. Wanna, I want.
0: I want to watch it.
1: It's fucking great, dude. It's yeah. and that's by the director of The Witch. Okay. So, and he's like, he's known for being very meticulous in his filmmaking. So like, everything's very authentic, and it's true. Like his, he's a, so he's a designer, like a, I think it was a costume designer actually, or it was a production designer. I can't remember, but. Authenticity and like historical accuracy is a big deal with him, and as a director, like his films like really bring you. It's a real testament to the power of like production design, costuming, because they feel fucking real. Yeah, and you know, The Witch is like a movie that's just atmospheric. It's, uh, like, it's the reason the was why gr- it was I love the Shining. It was like
0: gross to watch. Yes, yeah, exactly. It was really unsettling and gross. A good movie.
1: Yeah, uh, the Lighthouse you guys will love because it's just it's. um it's more of a black comedy for me. Like Mm. in a way it's just more about like literally losing your fucking mind and then not being sure if what you're seeing is real Mm. or not. It's like lucid and then like hallucinant, like hallucinations, like mixing and then having a really good time with performance and then it's in black and white and it's guys stuck on a fucking rock, you know, in a yeah. lighthouse. Huh. It's, it's just really great. And it shouldn't be yeah, like, it I'll shouldn't watch it. That, that yeah, like, if you're like, yeah, here's the movie. Do you guys go crazy in a lighthouse? Like
3: huh? what? Yeah. Like Castaway,
1: Basically. <laughs> it, that's kind of Shutter what Island. you think. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Like those are, those are comparisons, but not even close. Cause this movie is just, it's so performance driven. It's so claustrophobic. But there's a lot of airy fun going on. Yeah. You know, like it's just it's just not what you think it is. And it's not a
3: horror film. Right. But
1: it's it's got you But kinda
3: of more like a psychological thriller kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, with with yeah. like
1: some some fantastical fantasy sort of elements to it. But you know, don't just go in like not knowing what the fuck you're getting into. And right. I think like The Witch and like Hereditary and like some you might <laughs> find it entertaining, you know, and just go in with that. But there's I love Misery. I mean... Oh, that's a great that's, movie. Yeah, you know, and I, I just, I love slasher movies. Like, I've been on a binge just trying to buy, like, as many... Um, I'm on, like, a... I'm trying to find a lot of the Mexican slasher movies mm. um, that, like, these... There's a lot of little companies out there called, like, um, Vinegar Syndrome, uh, and there's another company called Severn Films, and these guys, like, scour the earth and put out, like, really, really cheap... Like, shot on, you know, either video, or sometimes shot, like, in obscurity, and they restore them, and they bring them out to the masses. Like, movies you've never heard of, or ever seen. I love watching these types of movies, and I love just, like, blind buying them. You know, because you're not gonna, they're not gonna stream those movies. Right. There's no incentive to stream a Mexican slasher movie from the 70s that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, They should. But
0: you can sit through those. You can, like... You enjoy watching them,
1: I do. Um, because for me, the idea of a film, a slasher film, is more about the uh, audacity of, like, like you, yeah, you, you are doing it. You make you are, <laughs> you yeah, are in it, it. <laughs> yeah, you are going for it, and and I love that, and I love that. There is this sort of feeling in the eighties where it was like directors trying to outdo the other director with like gratuitous who gore. Can,
3: yeah. Well, I know who won. It was whoever directed uh, *Cannibal Holocaust*. We're not even to that. We will get to that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, he won the gr- the, yeah. the gruesome part.
1: Yeah, the, the, yeah. Well, we can get into to Holocaust, but uh, yeah. I mean, th- I have so many horror films that that I love. The Shining is my favorite movie, but yeah, those. I love slasher movies. Um, so that's my favorite subgenre, and you know I could probably think of uh, a few more that, you know, just could go on and on. Yeah. But you know, that's the horror is like such a large.
0: It's so weird that genre. the that we like watching that. I yeah. wonder what it is. I Maybe mean, because it's out of our comfort zone, and we don't have to be uncomfortable. I guess, like yeah. as a person, like we just we're watching people be uncomfortable it makes us uncomfortable. Like mm-hmm. I'm always interested in like the psyche of like why do I want to watch this guy go around killing a bunch of people? Like why yeah. would I? Why is would anybody want to me? watch that? Yeah. But it's interesting and it's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, so take a like a an example of a film. It Sergio Mart- Martini. Uh, the movie's called Torso, <clears throat> which is like, you know, they call, it's not an Italian giallo film, which is these Italian slasher movies that were, you know, denoted by the yellow covers um, that were like these mystery movies. It was mostly just people going around killing other people. Like, it, you know, Italian slashers. And, and so, like, that movie is very reminiscent of, like, real murderers. Like a guy wearing like a ski mask going around killing people. Um, like that to me is always scary because it's not far from the truth, except for when you watch yeah. the movie, it's kind of a fantastical plot, and like it's happening in a place where like there's no way people are going to like there's no way there's a serial killer going around on the cliffs of Italy or wherever it takes place, murdering people. It doesn't seem it just it seems like the wrong format. It mm-hmm. seems like that dude belongs in the woods, yeah. with people who are having sex. You know that's because we're trained to think that, (laughs) right? But that's what I love about those movies is they they bring you the the cultural aspect, and it very much feels like a grounded movie. You know that just takes place in a you know certain country, Hmm. and and it's all about the gratuitous nature. I don't like it for the you know the TNA stuff. There that's always been a staple, and it it doesn't do it for me. But the that's just sort of the. The audacity of those movies is what I love. Mm-hmm. You know, just like the how way, far can you go? Yeah, yeah, the way you decided to to gut that person, or you know how this device killed this guy, or it was a harpoon through the head, or <laughs> a zombie fighting a fucking shark. You know, these are all great things that happen in in the Italian cinema. Hmm. So you know, you just you really love the the way they go for it. Yeah. That's the best
3: part. That, that's kind of like what drew, drew me to like saw movies is the different ways in which they find to kill people yeah. and how ingenious those kind of things were. Mm-hmm.
2: I was really I like, saw that. like it was endless. Like they yeah. just
0: keep coming up with all this fucked up puzzle shit that always ended up in them like losing a limb or mm-hmm. yeah. having to like tear their fingernail out and be <laughs> gross and <laughs> totally <laughs> um, one up in each
2: other. Okay. Real quick. Yeah.
0: You've seen cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, I have. Why did that movie get made?
2: <laughs> disgusting.
0: it's not even we, God, we we did a whole like 20 minute segment on our yeah. one of our episodes but um the movie was like not it wasn't even i didn't enjoy watching it at all no i like, didn't either it it totally crossed the line of okay i'm invested in the plot and i can kind of get past the gross stuff it was way over the line where do you stand on that
1: um well i think that movie is like a rite of passage right <clears throat> so as a you know as a as a It depends if you're like a cinephile or a movie buff, or you're just, you know, the Weekend Warrior kind of guy. Like, a Weekend Warrior dude's not going to watch that movie, right? Cinephile is going to tell another cinephile, can you make it? Can you make it through this movie? You know? Or, you know, the the film buff is going to recommend everybody see this because, you know, he he wants to have, you know, he wants them to have this badge of honor. So, different ways to look at it. Like, that movie is a really mean spirited movie. Um, there are obviously reports that you know there's real animal killings, and you know there is the, oh, don't, no 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 there's there's a hundred percent it's <laughs> it is like it's it's if you watch the movie it's there's no way those are special
2: effects there's no yeah. way. there's no possible there's way. No
1: way and that's that's the part for me that's like it gets into the like the dare you know like the dare of can you why it's almost like a it's almost like a myth right like. Can you finish Cannibal Holocaust? Can you get through it? You know? What I like about that movie is it, again, is dealing with the audacity of going too far. And I like the mythical aspect of it. Like, have you reached into the dark corners of horror and opened up Cannibal Holocaust and sat through it? You don't have to like it, but you can have now a discussion about it, and did it get under your skin? And and honestly, does it borderline feel like a snuff film? And it kind of does.
0: Kind of, but yeah. It's, yeah, it's
1: but it's also like one of the first found footage movies, like proper really? found footage. Because if you remember, the the conceit is they're trying to figure out what happened to these guys, and right. they're looking at footage.
0: Yeah, and they're trying to figure out what's okay to put to the public, right? Until right. they actually see what it is,
1: right? And yeah. you're you also run into the the. The question of like should, should the filmmakers really be where they're at when they're making the movie? Should they really have been in these, these, these areas? You mm-hmm. know, um, and obviously, should you kill animals on screen? You know, like no, like, that probably not good. <laughs>
3: probably not. <laughs> you know, not but, your first choice.
1: Yeah. But remember, remember, like this was uh, a movie that I, I think that a lot of people. Uh, considered it to be a video nasty like it was you know banned movie mm-hmm. in certain places and and that sort of makes sense because the content's super fucking heavy but do i like the movie um not particularly like a movie i put on you know to study yeah but i love the um the lore l- I, yeah i do i yeah. love it i mean i have i have a, a cannibal holocaust uh Sweatshirt that has on on the side of it, it's a bunch of entrails, mm. and on the back it just says you know Cannibal Holocaust." and I love that that movie is like completely and one hundred percent about um the insides of people and things yeah <laughs> which is not totally
0: like I hate that you put it that way yeah. but it really is but it really, really is. what it is yeah. yeah
1: it's like you wonder if that is what the mo- the premise or the the you know what the director was trying to do, which was get under your skin or literally have a reason to get under something, something, yeah, right? People's skin, yeah. animal skin. So you kind of are like, you're not safe. That movie's not fucking safe.
2: No, like, no. when we,
1: you watch
0: it, we, when we watched it, we paused it twice one because we got a phone call, and then Emily came home, yeah. And I was like, God, I'm so glad we're pausing this movie. I yeah. am need so, a break. so glad, and then. <laughs> Every, every every scene was like, okay, how close are we to being this over? I'm like doing the math. I'm like, I think it said an hour and 38 minutes. Like, I think I've been here for like 40. Like, how much longer do I have? Like, the movie, I mean, I guess it's like a badge of honor that we sat through and watched that movie, yeah, but like, it is legitimately. It was like, how did somebody film this? How is this in somebody's brain? I mean, I guess we could all think of really, really gross stuff. Sure. But like, to really take it and put it mm-hmm. on screen is like, what the fuck? Like one thing that we forgot to talk about was the scene where the girl's hanging up and she's pregnant, and they fucking take the baby yeah. out of her and they just throw it. Oh yeah, and then they bludgeoned her to death. We totally yeah, forgot about, I forgot that, about part. that
1: part. So that's the mean spirited part I was talking about. Like, like <laughs> yeah, just that there, part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, But don't you think it's kind of interesting that like that you have like is there is there something larger in the in the morality of Should you really be fucking around in this world where this stuff happens, right? Do you have any business as like affluent young documentarians or journalists or whatever you're doing going into this place and saying that's wrong when it isn't to to the inhabitants, right? Yeah, so it's like this documentary, The Axe Fight. If you ever get to see it, it's the, the premise is there's these two warring tribes and one of the tribes is introduced to uh, the idea of a weapon and they buy some intervening, like, journalists. And soon, the other tribes start kind of disappearing and dying because they introduced war. There wasn't such a thing. So it's kind of interesting when you look at a film like Cannibal Holocaust because you're like, do I want to take from it the obvious, mean-spirited, grotesque nature of it, or do I want to try to find out if what they were really trying to say is, should we be
0: like the ethical dilemma? Yeah, that yeah. is faced with. I didn't think like, about it that way. Just I, like, that exists at all. So, <laughs>
1: and those are those are like, if you can get past all of that, there might be a discussion that's worth having about the film. But I think you have to get past the movie, and that's the hardest fucking part for yeah. people, because you you do need to get past the movie. Now, the movie's legendary for being yeah. all the things that are bothersome about it. Mm-hmm. Which is which which might be why I like it. You yeah.
0: Know, with not and I, and I use that term. No, no, not like but you can yeah. you can sort of see see past the the brush yeah. and and just kind of be like, <clears throat> "Yes, it's fucked up, but like you can maybe see where he just the person directing this just was like had a vision and he just went for it he was just yeah. like we're going to film this thing and it's going to be you're not going to like watching it like you're just not and it's going to be gross right. right and that's what he
1: did and it is it is all of those things yeah <laughs> so disturbing yes the turtle is like I The I can never get it out of my
0: head no we I had, no, we I have, had someone
3: um, that told us to watch the movies all have fun with the turtle scene we are yeah. like what and yeah. we saw it yeah. like, oh my and every, God. Yeah, every
0: uh, like scene to scene I was like When's the turtle scene coming? When is it? And then you see the turtle, you see like, him dragging oh. the turtle out thing, and you're like, "This is it. This is the one everybody's talking about."
1: Yeah, it's disgusting. But in the context of like, let's just say a tribal, um, a, a tribal world, right? Like where where they're in, where the rules are very different, and you know, civilization is like an afterthought. Like it's not even a thing. Pulling a turtle out of the river or whatever. And murdering it, maybe not filming it, but that may be very common yeah. and 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 I don't know for a fact if that turtle got eaten as a meal or whatever, but the there was they were advantageous about it, like if the natives are willing to do this, let's get it on film mm-hmm. and and purport it to be part of the the story, which makes the movie the lore of the movie so much more dangerous, but then again, it might just be normal.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: should we be there? Yeah. Can no, that handle, makes sense. Yeah. You know, can we handle seeing how other people live? I don't know.
0: Okay. We're going to, we're going to not end, but we're going to get started. He suggested we do, we do, we do a bit where I come up with, I find a list of something mm-hmm. and then I say said list. And then he, and now that you're here, you guys will name as many on this list as you can. That sounds fun. Okay. So I this list, so too. Yeah. highest grossing directors of all time. We could do ten, five. You could do. I could give you a hint. I think Spielberg's
3: got to be top three.
1: Uh, George Lucas
3: is. Oh I think, god, yeah. He's definitely, nope. Spielberg's one.
1: James Cameron. He James Cameron was going to be my next six. One. Okay. Where's uh, uh? George
0: Lucas isn't in top ten. Christopher Nolan. <laughs> he isn't. Nope. Not on the according to this list. Wow. Christopher Nolan is
1: eight. Eight. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Robert Zemeckis. Ooh, he's number eleven. That's actually that's a good call. Um, trying to think. So this is of all time, huh?
0: Ari Aster. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. So okay, here's here's the interesting part because when I was like trying to find like an interesting list, I this was one that I found in here. Clearly, has a list. I was like, me trying to guess. Am I doing the numbers game? Am I going like who's directed the most movies that maybe are mediocre, or is it like clearly? like bang for your buck steven spielberg has directed 36 movies yeah and they're probably
3: all most of them are bangers too but
0: definitely his is the top half of his is good but there's one guy on here who's number two only has seven movies and one of the other one only has eight three there's like three dudes on here i haven't heard of so so far you guys have guessed
1: so is alfonso kiran one of them
0: uh, he's not in the top 10. No. <clears throat> so we get Spielberg. Mm-hmm. You said James Cameron.
3: Yep. Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Nolan. Robert Zemeckis. <clears throat> you said, that he said he was 11 though. Yeah. So,
1: you know, I, I don't think Tim Burton would be on that list. But he is. Is he? <clears throat> is he? Is he? Is he? Okay. Number 10. Huh. Because it just seemed like he's had more flops than not, but his big ones are probably yeah quite big. If I think about that. Um,
3: Oh, I'm Was surprised Lucas George is? Lucas is not higher though. Me too. I know. I'm trying to find him on this list. I would have thought he would have been on it,
1: but that's kind of weird. And did we already get number one? Yep, Spielberg. Okay, that, yeah. that makes sense.
0: And it's, yeah, by like a lot. Yeah. He's box size. Uh, it's like worldwide box, like 10 billion. That's and then Jesus. the next closest is six. That's fucking insane. Although, okay, the two and three are brothers.
3: Oh, hmm? Cohen? Cohen brothers? No. Mm mm-hmm oh um this <laughs> is fuck i
1: didn't bring my uh i didn't bring my game tonight
0: it's okay russo
1: oh yeah the russo brothers. they did the uh marvel movies the yeah, avengers um, which is yeah
3: uh, we talked about how lame. avengers have a monopoly on everything yeah. <laughs> we, yeah we did i don't know if you listened to it, we
0: did we did a list of like the top grossing movie of all time like six like six of them are marvel movies it's like yeah. Stop. Just get on with it, man. Why are you making 15 Avengers movies? Robert Downey Jr. is going to... He's like 70 years old. And Mark Ruffalo is not that good of an did actor. Did you
3: enjoy the Avengers
1: movies? Um, I, I like them for a totally different uh, reason. like and, and that has to do with um, enjoying them with my kids. Okay. So there's... And I mean, I, I like the movies, but... I also liked comic books as a mm-hmm. kid. It, I feel like these are totally different than the comic books, but at the same time, the the sentiments there. Um, I find them to be fun, well written, but my kids dig them, and I like anything you can enjoy with them. Is yeah,
3: no, really I get fun. that for sure.
1: Is Ron Howard on that list?
0: Ron- Ooh, I didn't think about Ron Howard. He's number thirteen. Uh-huh. I'm really sure. I don't see George Lucas on here. Oh, he's man. George Lucas is twenty first. Oh, three billion.
1: Three billion. That's uh huh. Mm. I'm that's really it. like three billion. That's a I'm ton. Really thrown for a loop
0: on number two. Who Michael yeah, Bay. So, okay, so yeah. Oh, no. is Bay on there? Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Michael Bay is five. Okay. So, so I, was like, I mean you guys, you guys almost got all of yeah. them. So Spielberg one. Anthony Joe Russo two. Yeah. Michael Bay is five. James Cameron's James Cameron is six. Christopher Nolan is eight. JJ Abrams is nine. JJ Abrams. How
3: that's do we not get that?
0: Call, uh, Tim Burton's ten. Uh, another one on here. Peter Jackson. He's four. Oh yeah oh yeah it came. he yeah. did all the hobbits
3: i think right? yeah king kong and the other one, oh, yeah he did do king kong david yeah. yates yeah
1: harry potter oh harry potter yeah that makes I sense
3: i didn't know who did harry potter i don't know he, i mean it's jk he, Rowling.
1: he's yeah. <laughs> but you know who's got a monopoly though is COVID. on everything that's yeah. true it's just fucking oh it's just, <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> true yeah oh yeah number zero on here yeah <laughs> it's actually the one thing that's ruined the industry yeah so good job COVID.
0: you fuck that's why. That's why nobody liked your movie,
1: dude. It's yeah, that's a great one. So, how come you're not making any movies more? Well, COVID. Well, hello. COVID. Yeah. So even back then, yes, back then, yes. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I was it just coming. aware before you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Next list. Yep. I got. I. Got, we got a total of four lists. So let right, do list. it. Cool. Fifteen. It's a list of fifteen most profitable movies <clears throat> of all time. So lowest budget, highest return on investment.
1: Oh Jesus! Paranormal Activity. That's yeah. got to be one of them, right? Hold. God, this list
0: is like...
3: Is it a click in every one? No, it's
0: like, God, I mean, it's got a whole fucking story. Like, I didn't know what happened in the movie. <laughs> oh,
1: I don't see paranormal activity. Really?
3: No. That's fucking... Yeah, because then they only spend bananas. like $15,000 on it? <laughs>
1: yeah, the story goes, it was, you know, like twenty-five dollars or, or something, something like that. and then Maybe
3: made, we'll put that with an asterisk or something, because I feel like that should be on here. Gazillion dollars. Fuck. Is E.T. anywhere on there? Dude.
0: Is it really? Yeah, number two. That's e. T. Awesome. He's like weirdly good at these lists. <laughs> e. I don't I don't get it. I
1: okay, mean so e. T. I wouldn't have even thought that E.T. was that I mean, I know it was one of Steven Spielberg's like cheapest films. Yeah. But I wouldn't have thought it made that much money.
0: Twenty five million was the it's budget. Drew Barrymore, man. Come on. And yeah, how gross is revenue was Doesn't matter. seventy <laughs> seven hundred and ninety-three million. <laughs> really? So twenty-five to seven ninety-three. So
1: that's number two. How about um How's Psycho? Is that on
0: there?
1: That was uh, a cheap psycho. That's a good movie.
0: is not. Some of these are absolutely obnoxious. <laughs> nope, Psycho's not on here.
1: Not
0: on there, huh? Nope. Dude, some of these are hilarious. <laughs> Pineapple Express. No. You want me to start throwing some out there? <laughs> yeah. How about a Lifeline? <laughs> yeah. Lifeline K. Number 15, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Really, yeah, but the budget is what? 111 million dollars, but it made over 1.1 billion.
1: See, th- this is like one of the. Like, I know it's like, a weird thing to think about. because yeah. you are like, that was a good. Like, how much did it bake? How much did it cost? I'm, I'm, I'm so like, I love the list and I love the game, but like, fuck. I know I, I, this it's, one's it's a, it's hard a, it's though. one, dude, you, really got, hard, you dude. got number
0: two. I'm telling yeah. you, some of these you would never get. Number fourteen, Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: I wouldn't have even. Oh, such anything. a good movie. Thirty-eight movie. million
0: dollars made 441
1: million. Okay, well then Star Wars has to be on there. Star Wars is on there. Yeah.
0: Okay uh number 13 so uh there's something about mary
1: why i wouldn't, oh. have, been, I wouldn't have guessed that
0: 31 million dollars
1: oh you know what movie's on there saws
3: on there no Mm-mm. this list is fucking the crazy. original saw like saw one I I don't saw know, man i'm just going what? on
1: this list 15
0: most collector
3: collector no god i love that movie it's a good movie uh, thank uh, you I'm another one a, a third one yeah
0: <sighs> okay the hangover Cost thirty six million four hundred sixty seven million. Number eleven, Jaws. Mm. Okay, thirty six million. That makes sense. Made four hundred seventy one. Ghost. Never seen it, but I've heard that it was a movie at one point. Yeah, Um, (laughs) thirty five million. Not bad. I know that Family Guy did a bit with them. That's the only movie. That's the only thing I know is that they have a Family Guy bit.
1: Trying to think of
0: what else. Number nine is is Home Alone.
1: That actually, that's a good story, though. If you think, if you like, know how that went down. Let's hear it. It was on Netflix. There's a there's actually a series. Oh,
3: I, the movies that made us. Yes, yeah, kind Moves of. Remember we talked about it at Christmas. and yes, I still haven't watched it. It's
1: fucking good. Like it's they good. have a. Also, actually, I could save it for you because watching it is really fun to, to realize that Home Alone almost didn't happen. Yeah. And under an entirely different studio, entirely different circumstances, and what they got out of it is like way better. It is. Than, it is a
0: wacky story. Yeah. Than what wacky. could have
1: hmm. happened. And it's like, it's also just a, you know, just a testament to, um, to, uh, oh God, what's his?
3: Macaulay Culkin. No, not Macaulay
1: Culkin. (laughs) Um, John Hughes. And Mm. like how, you know, how much foresight and power he had at the time. Just like, you know, he, he was kind of the guy that did like teen movies, you know, movies about kids and. That was, good
0: movie, that was a good movie. That was a good movie. was a good movie. a That's a classic. Watch it all the time. Yeah.
1: Just watched it today actually. You really it's really It's always on with Disney on Disney Plus. <laughs> like, because, watched it today. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a good movie though. When was the last time you watched this movie? Number 8 Passion of the Christ.
1: Uh every year. I love that fucking movie. That's I think it's one of Mel Gibson's Best movies. We'll get it.
3: into Mel Gibson. I've never seen
1: it. Yeah, I know. I, I know you guys got into Mel Gibson. You could name like <laughs> yeah, two movies. Yeah,
0: because he's like, he's like the mist suck, and I'm like, Dude, <laughs> the mist. He's yeah, not if, in Mel- the mist. if
1: he was if
3: in the mist, mist yeah. like Ooh. he might have visited a set, he <laughs> well, the set. Well, I forgot about Signs. We talked about yeah. Signs. Signs was a great fucking movie. Great movie. That's yeah. one of my favorites. I love. Have
1: you seen Signs? Right? Yes. Yeah, that's a yeah, great. Signs is good.
0: Okay, number seven. I've never seen this one. Uh, American Beauty. Yeah, great movie. Twenty million made three. I don't think I've seen that one. Number six, Star Wars, mm. uh, cost forty million and made seven seventy five. Number five, Grease. I've seen my oh, fair share I of Grease. Grease. Yeah. Huh. Used to watch a lot of Grease. I don't know why. My mom always had it on. My, my sister mom liked, liked Grease too. Yeah, it's. Just, I think so it's sort of my grandma
3: Sandy. Sandy. People love it. You are not very that's good my at that. John Travolta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what
0: else? Yeah, that's the only thing he says in that movie. Sandy. That's how he says it. <laughs> Pretty woman. Never seen it. Uh, cost twenty three. I would not have guessed it. Number three, Slum Dog Millionaire.
1: Okay. I mean, wouldn't have I I know I've seen it. I saw it once. I know it did well. I know it was like a breakout. This
0: list is so weird. It's very obscure. Uh, um my big fat Greek wedding is number one. It cost six million to make, it made three hundred and sixty
3: nine. Wow. Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm happy I got two.
1: Yeah, dude, yeah. You, got, you nailed E.T. off the bat. I like wouldn't even gone there.
3: Okay, these great, next two are kind of fun.
1: Great work. A little more Thank fun. You. Not that this
0: hasn't been fun. The most kills in their movie career.
1: The like, most kills. The kills. actor?
0: Yes, who has killed the most
3: people Tom in their Cruise. movies. Tom
1: Cruise. No, Keanu Reeves, right?
0: No.
3: That's, no. What I, that's what I thought. Tom Cruise. Indiana, uh, uh, Not on Harrison this list. Ford?
0: Jason Statham. No, you're thinking, you're thinking, think... Uh, this is an interesting it's, one. It's, it's, it's almost too obvious. I, I thought Keanu Reeves, too. I would have thought John oh, Wick. Right? Mel Gibson. Uh, <laughs> he, is, he is on here. <laughs> He's apparently killed 148 people in all his movies.
1: Really? Yep. Um, it's not Jackie Chan. No.
3: Okay. Then it's definitely not Chris Tucker. Uh,
0: Dolph Lundgren is number four on this list with 239 kills. The top person... It's not fun if I give away the top. The top person has three hundred and sixty nine kills.
1: in all those movies. Three hundred and sixty nine kills. Mm-hmm. Action movies. Yep. Primarily. Yep. I mean, he's not like it's not Schwarzenegger, right? It is. It is it Schwarzenegger? Yeah, I know. That's
0: why I say it's like too oh, obvious. Yeah. Like, like, mini like, mini like, a mini gun. And well, Terminators it's like, don't count. Yeah, but he's like,
1: killing machines. But the thing is, like, you're talking about like 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 maybe Commando, where he like fires a rocket into like a building True. where there's like thirty guys. Yeah. Some of that's going to be guesswork unless i mean unless they
3: i guess maybe
1: unless you know exactly how many
3: um i I guess tom cruise because of all the mission impossibles top gun (laughs) i mean
1: i wonder if john wick was considered at that point because that fucking when was this list
3: made Uh, i don't know i don't know this does not seem like
0: an official list by i mean is it
1: it's probably too soon i was gonna say COVID, (laughs) but that's fucking that's (laughs) right i'm going to hell
0: (laughs) it's not a movie no it's a real life, man. <laughs>
1: Contagion. You guys saw that, right? Yeah.
0: Bruce a, Willis is on this list. I was Willis gonna Smith. guess Bruce Christian Willis, Christian Bale, Damn Jason it. Statham. I did guess him.
3: Steven Seagal. Um, I didn't guess Christian Bale.
0: Jet Li. Nick Cage is on here. Which oh hell yeah,
1: I
3: love Nick Cage, dude.
1: Ghost Rider, dude. He's so, What? That's the movie. What? No, that's okay. an ongoing bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's like. That's. That's uh, not okay to be noticed. <laughs> you Friday. like Nick Cage?
0: I love him. I
1: know
0: we kind of dump on him, but he's actually he's a good. Actor, no, he's good. He is actually good.
1: Best it's, Nick Cage best movie? Best Nick Cage movie. It's fucking rock, dude. It's a good one. That's my favorite of his. I mean, he's got a lot that I love.
3: So you have any that, that, you, that you mad. hate, but you hate him so much you love him? Don't say National Treasure or National Treasure.
2: Team.
1: I like the National Treasure. Good.
3: Fish. We, we do too. <laughs>
1: and I really want a third one.
3: I'd be down. You know, I was going to open this
0: podcast with a bit. I'm like, <laughs> so and mad you didn't. I don't, did I don't it. know why I didn't. When you sat, if you sat down here, yeah. and I was gonna be like, okay, so Rogue River this is great. Or, or maybe I wouldn't have said that. I would have been like, okay, so how did you come up with the idea to write a plot about stealing the Declaration of Independence? And how <laughs> was it working with Nicolas Cage? Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that you love Nicolas yeah. Cage would have made the joke so much better.
1: Yeah, I do love him. I, I, think, I think he's done, he's not afraid to get into anything. Yeah, I mean, that's low true. budget, high budget. You get Nick Cage every yeah, time, and it's great. And I, I also think he's done, like, I mean, like, Con Air, man. Like, come on, the hair. Like, I know. He, fuck, were, he was, he yes. was I
3: have a kid. Con Air so It's good. one of the best, worst movies of all so time.
1: Good, the Rock, Con Air, fucking. Uh, what's it? is
3: it Man of War or
0: something like that, where he, he like, is facilitating gun sales or something? In the Lord Northeast? of War, I think. Lord of War, that yeah. one. I like that one. Yeah. That one's good.
3: And then, like. Um, the Knowing was cool. Yeah. The
0: Knowing. Yeah. I mean, dude, Nick Cage is We should have like a Nick Cage uh, watch party. Just watch everything, Nick Cage.
3: It'd be like a week long. Mm
0: -hmm. All right, next one is highest-grossing box office bald actors.
1: Bald? (laughs) Bald. That's so Chrome Dome. (laughs) That's so fucking
0: like Bruce Willis. (laughs) Oh, oh, he's on there. He's uh, not number one though. He's number five. All right
3: bald actors who's woody the... harrelson i mean he's not always bald no but... good guess though bald are they like the question is Were they they're not jason uh, statham they're just bald in i'm real talking life? like
0: you've never seen a movie basically with any of these dudes with hair
3: ever that's so weird
0: who made this list i don't know <laughs> i saw this I, th- I saw this on Reddit today while I was scrolling through, and it. had it, to I took a screenshot. I was like, "How does it know that I'm looking for weird, obscure <laughs> lists?" It just knows.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's good though. Like, it's it's definitely a conversation starter. Like,
0: I don't know. Number one, number one is like so obvious. Only because I'm looking at the list, and once if you guys guess it.
1: I mean, part of me wants to say Sean Connery.
3: Oh, but, I didn't think about that. I don't that. know no. if he was
1: totally bald his whole career though.
3: Samuel L. Jackson, number one. Sam Dude, Jackson, 27,
0: yeah. 27 and a half billion. And the next closest is 12, like less than half of that.
1: So wow. Sam Jackson is like, wait, hold on, hold on. What was it? What was the criteria again?
0: Highest grossing box office bald
1: actors. But that, I mean, that's like they're bald, not in character, just bald in general. Uh,
0: I
3: would say bald in general. I don't know how it would have to
1: be right. Cause Pulp Fiction, he has hair.
3: That's what I was going to say. That's the only thing I think of that he has hair in. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, then I would okay.
0: Then, yeah, I, w- I would say that it's just they're bald 90% of their roles. I'd say maybe okay. that.
1: that's great, though. I mean, that was yeah, good. Good pull from the corner. From the corner, <laughs> yeah. I know. I just think like, it's so good. <laughs>
0: the what? last person on this list is Ben Kingsley.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've He's,
0: heard of yeah, him. Yeah, he played uh, he he the Mandarin, played Professor X, didn't he? In the X Men, Iron movies? Man 3, the Mandarin, whatever. I'm, I don't know. I haven't seen really any of the
3: Marvel movies. Oh, okay. I saw Iron Man. No, you, I've seen Batman. Yeah, I'm taking you guys like
1: the that, like the Marvel movies are just not on the.
3: Um... Well, okay, here's my issue with not Marvel but Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. They're all the same fucking movie, and it's just three hours of fighting with thirty minutes of dialogue, right. and it gets very old very quick. Right.
0: I don't know. For, I, just, I, think, I,
3: th- I think my I think my my
0: beef, <laughs> it's like it's strictly it's strictly like plot driven. Yeah, it's like how how does like okay i can buy that they're superheroes from another planet sure i can buy all that how are they all together still having problems <laughs> how is there even a how is superman how have they literally not can do him? anything he is strong as shit yeah. and he doesn't die from bullets or anything like that like how is that guy and the Hulk not getting together and just going like, can we just go take care of this? Like, can we just go handle this? <laughs> well, like, you,
1: I mean, you can't merge universes. I, I, uh, yeah. I mean, see, now you're
0: hitting with technicalities that I don't well, know. I'm, you, I'm, I'm, like, I'm I'm ste- now I'm stepping into realms that I have no idea. I yeah. just know that, like, watch the movie. I'm like, Hawkeye sucks. He's not doing anything. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Iron, Iron Man is cool. I like Rob Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Yeah. Right. I just think it gets, like, I don't know. It just it doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. So, it's like, really, just because I'm just not really. But, like,
3: really the best hero is Spider-Man. Which it's
1: which nice. Spider Man like Toby McGuire Spider Man? I, like um, I think Lord, okay.
3: Tom best best Peter Parker I think is Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. I like he's it. a Andrew's, good look. Like tweaker. I love it. That's yeah.
1: so interesting. Like cause, most comical Tobey Maguire. Really? Uh, oh yeah. I thought I, the Sam Raimi Spider Mans were really fun. Um, I really like the suits, but I think Tom Holland for me works the best as a, as a Spider Man as a
0: Peter really?
3: I think it does because he's definitely the most teenagerish. Yeah, that's why. I, mean, I, like I That's it. what I kind of don't like. I think he's a little too little boy.
0: I like Andrew Garfield because it's not I, he's 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 he is quirky and weird, yeah. but he's not like I don't get like he doesn't have hair on his peaches. Five. I get <laughs> yeah. Tom Holland is like six years old on all the movies, and like I just don't for whatever reason. It is yeah, like, check yeah. a box with me in that movie. It's interesting
1: because I think a lot of people have that like Spider Man's one that you've seen a lot of iterations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have different opinions about Spider Man. The good thing is like. There's plenty. If you like Garfield, there's a couple, mm-hmm. right? I think there's two, right? Yeah, there's two. And that's true. And if yeah. you like if you like the the Maguire movies, you, I think you get three of them.
3: Three of them. So well, the third one probably shouldn't have been made.
1: Yeah, and they're, and they're all, you know, they have nothing to do with each other, but in the comics, like there was very seldom did a comic run with the same character playing, you know, that's these true. particular, you know, superheroes. Right. And so iterations in comics happen and it's hard to remember that that's how comics functioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that there were parallel universes and different storylines, and like it wasn't no. always the guy you liked. Like somebody else would come along and fit those roles mm-hmm. in a different universe um, within the confines of the Marvel universe. Right. But it's still a parallel universe. Just like, like I love what they're doing with like Miles Morales as a the, yeah the animated you know, one yeah it's like was his movie incredible awesome that movie and the was game sick. just came out for PlayStation Five and, and PS Four. I haven't played any of the new ones. I really, I really yeah. want to. The, so Spider-Man for PS4 is like one of the best games I've ever played. It's, right it's up, fucking it's
3: awesome. Right up there with Red Xbox Dead and Two. And I don't have it. It's, it's, it's so awesome. It's fucking
1: great, dude. If you can it. get it, worth shoot. It. I have it. You can play it
3: because
0: <laughs> I, I remember like in the first Spider-Man on PlayStation Two. Yeah, I had it on You Game were Cube. like swinging from the sky. Yep, you're swinging from the sky and, and the you control, couldn't fall any farther. <laughs> controls were so obnoxious, and then there was like this leap. In like Spider-Man two or three, where now you're swinging off buildings, and it was like, oh, now this is cool, yeah. this is badass. And then you could go on the ground, right. and it was like, cool. Yeah, now this is a really fun. Yeah, game.
1: The, this uh, the Spider-Man for the PlayStation Four, and it sounds like the new one is the same play control, but it's literally like sandbox, like open world. Mm-hmm. Like you go and do what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, pick up missions as you will. But you're literally just swinging around this yeah. like super beautifully rendered. The, New the York. city is yeah. like
3: yeah. so awesome. accurate.
1: Yeah, it's it's incredible, and the freedom of just mm-hmm. swinging around. Like I just recently played uh, Avengers, which has a similar play system. The play controls is very is very similar, and um, I liked it, but it just didn't. It was a little more focused. Like there was less exploration of the world. Spider Man is really about exploration. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is more like, okay, get this, go here, go there, go do this. So a little bit more directed, mm-hmm. but um, I think that superhero games are are coming up. That I, that game, like it didn't take long to beat, but I it just you know I can't dive into every little piece of nuance right. for sure, yeah. Because I want to get to the next game, yeah. Or I just right. don't have time, yeah. Like I'm right now. I'm just on Call of Duty Black o- or Black Ops Cold War. Right? I haven't gotten that yet. Yes. Is it good. Yes. It's, really yes. Good. it's fucking huge, like. The game's, like, over 100, 120-something gigs all in. <laughs> so, and, and this is the first time, and I could be wrong, but this is the first time I've ever seen the option in the installer to uninstall components of the game, where if I don't want multiplayer, I can uninstall multiplayer, which saves me tons of space. I can uninstall the zombies. I can uninstall the, the co-op arcade component. And I can just have the campaigns. It's wacky. Which is, like, tells you your game is really big.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way I would do it, do the campaign yep. and then delete everything else and just play multiplayer. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, a,
1: I'm a big like, solo campaign story guy. Yeah,
3: I always like to play the campaign first yeah. before I dive into multiplayer. So,
1: and it's fucking great. Even though it take, takes place, it's like a paranoid 80s movie. Uh, it's what it feels like. It's so fun. Like in the 80s, yeah. like living in the 80s as a Black Ops operator. Is it's like, it,
3: so Call of Duty cool. always has the best campaigns, though. You do.
1: So good. Well, video games are good. They're good for you. Okay. We could go on a whole
3: nother tangent
0: know. with video games. I'm, just, I'm similar to you though. Like, my, I play a lot of single player because my internet sucks at my house. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. have to play these like large open world games like Fallout, Skyrim, Oblivion, and yeah. Um, I I can't or like I play NBA 2K, whenever, Tomb Raider. whenever I feel like it or or stuff like that. So yeah. I can definitely like, resp- like get get into the single player stuff. But for sure. I can't buy my, I can't bring myself to buy Call of Duty. Because it's like I want to play it online, but I literally can't, and I'm not gonna enjoy the single player as much as I'm gonna.
1: So you guys are fans of like multiplayer? I mean, Mm -hmm. like, see, I have this thing where like I feel like there's like my my eight year old son would fucking wax the floor with me. (laughs) Probably wax the floor with me too. I mean, he's so good at Fortnite, and like just watching him, I'm just like, you're fucking scaring me like you're eight like like you're so good at I'm, this yeah i'm not getting online with a bunch of you <laughs> and getting my ass handed yeah. to me and go to bed like wondering why i suck at multiplayer like that's not it's good. it's
0: true man and you get you got people that are like hooked up to their pcs and their frame oh, dude, rate yeah. is fucking off the charts and yeah. they got no latency they got no yeah. like they're just sitting there and they're just like also bap, have bap, bap, auto bap, aim yeah. yeah they have auto aim where like they just got
1: automatically, 300 like, fucking fps with a nine uh, millisecond ping yeah. You know, or one yeah, I'm Come on. it's, like, I'm just playing. Yeah. That's why up. I just want to, if I'm going to play, I'm going to play, like, spin up a local server, just play, you know, within our our mm-hmm. house so that if I get frustrated, I can just go and plug their shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You beat me, yeah. You're grounded. Or I would have
1: won, anyways.
3: <laughs> I, I do like the, uh, the other kinds of like non multiplayer games, though. Yeah. Um, I really like Tomb Raiders. Tomb Raider's a great fucking yeah. series yeah. and then I loved loved the Arkham series Batman yeah oh the Batman yeah. Do you guys play Uncharted? I have played no, Uncharted I yeah.
1: never played it either I, I feel
3: like I, I played the first one something. I feel like only that was like
0: PlayStation's first game yeah like yeah. when it when it's next gen console like PlayStation 3 I think it was like you've got the bundle with Uncharted mm-hmm. yeah that was like it's game because it was Naughty Dog I think Naughty Dog yeah did Naughty it. Dog Na- yeah, Naughty they they Dog did, did all the Crash Bandicoot games and yeah. shit
3: Naughty
1: Dog's great the, um, Tom Holland is playing Nathan Drake oh okay in yeah, a new movie for, huh. I mean, it's based on the the yeah. game, huh. and I thought that was kind of cool. But it makes yeah. sense because he's like acrobatic in real life, right? In that movie or that game is like a lot of jumping and stooping mm-hmm. and Indiana Jones. Why do you shoot. think?
0: Why do you think that video game movies tend to not do well? Like Assassin's Creed seems like it would be the coolest movie plot. Yeah, that and movie it doesn't work. It sucks. Why is that?
1: I think just my opinion. They try to play it too close to the game. Like yeah. you have to take the sentiment like what they did with comic book movies like why the marvel movies work so well they take the sentiment and then they just invent the things that work better in cinema the things that you can play to the strengths of a movie versus a comic book but you also run into like the idea that comic books were written for a medium where you're inventing the motion and you're inventing the in-betweens of the frames
2: mm-hmm.
1: whereas like you know movies you have to come up with something that's going to really entice people and a lot of it is not the special effects it's just the story. Right. And if you right. don't focus on the story, people aren't fucking engaged. Yeah. yeah. And that's where video games, like, like let's, take, um, let's take Terminator, right? Let's turn Terminator the movie into a video game. Works really well. Why? There's hardly any fucking emotion.
2: Yeah. There is
1: some. Hardly any. Be a great game. It's basically a chase movie. Mm-hmm. Guy comes from the, from the fucking future, and he's going to kill you, and you got to run from him that's the game yeah so every level you're running from thing you know from terminator
2: mm-hmm.
1: great it'd be a great game and then yeah. obviously they made those games but like if you go the other way around it's like it'd be kind of hard to like where do you put in the yeah the drama between people and where do you put in the and ability he, to care for them
0: and i feel like it would be it'd be really hard because there is a lot of cool nuance to video games right where like you could spend several hours in this in this weird part of the game that means a lot to you yeah and a lot to the person playing it and the people making the movie are like no we need to have this part in here and For then sure. you're watching it and now it just feels like this is just forced like yeah. this is just very strange yeah um like i don't know if you played a lot of halo i, I mean,
1: mean i i did when halo was a thing yeah. i i played uh marathon on uh, back in the day on mac which was made by bungie before they were gobbled up by microsoft but I didn't spend a lot of time on Halo as a franchise, uh-huh. which now I have no idea what it's doing. But like that seems like that could and should be a good movie. It,
0: you play as Master Chief. Yeah. You go through this thing. You feel for this character. Yeah. Like when the theme music comes on, da, da, da,
1: da, yeah.
0: da, Steve Vai, who did that soundtrack, which was sick.
1: Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he made
0: sick. That's fucking cool. Um, I, I like in the last mission. On Halo, you're like right, driving this warthog, and you gotta yeah. fucking avoid all the things and shoot all the guys, and you like really feel like you've made it. Like yeah. that, I feel like that could work as a movie. And they always Super did right. like little weird clips of like, oh, maybe a Halo movie like years ago. Like you could yeah. probably go on YouTube and find them.
3: I saw something like the other day. I can't remember what the actor was, but he was gonna play Master Chief in a new movie. Yeah, see, that, it's like it's in the next like twenty twenty one. shit. But
1: so that makes sense to me. That that movie is like it's it's ripe for a uh, like a like a Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, you know, yeah. or something like true. that. Like a guy's going to be He's, come in he's, there and uh, just he's second
0: him. on the list of bald actors, so it's fine.
1: Is he really? Yeah. Okay, That's, that makes <laughs> sense too. Fuck.
3: Fast and Furious. Yeah. Yeah. Skyscraper. <laughs> is Vin Diesel on that list? Yep. Now, now we're thinking of now him. Now it's all coming.
1: <laughs> um, so that I think that you're right. Like that would make a really good movie. Yeah. Because that is all earned. Like you feel for him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I thought would have been a great movie? Do you guys remember the game? It was a arcade game, Spy Hunter. What yeah spy hunter remember yeah. Spy Hunter? i played it on dun, ps2 dun, 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 dun. dude like, oh, that was a sick move like, that fuck, was a sick like, game come on man like we just that was like that could have been a good tv show yeah you should you make know it. oh dude it'd be great but i don't <laughs> think anybody's gonna trust me to do something like that the thing is like i was explaining to my kids the 80s were an awesome time because you had like games like spy hunter in the arcade or even 90s like you still could find them but you also had Night rider and my mm. son's like what's Night rider and i'm like This is like the original (laughs) Yeah (laughs) Let's do it Like the original Like Hasselhoff Yeah And I showed him the trailer And as I'm watching the trailer I'm like This is fucking awesome Like today (laughs) Like Knight Rider is still Think about it dude It's a It's a car Kit Right And it talks And it just peruses The fucking planes Looking for bad guys And it and, And he has a Leather jacket And he could have like He could have anybody he wants Man or woman He's so good looking and he just fucking cruises around a car and just stops bad guys. And the car is black. It's stealth. It's Knight Rider. It's so fucking good. <laughs> you just made that I, sound so I awesome. I love Knight Rider that much. I've
0: <laughs> never seen the show or anything like oh that. Oh my god.
1: Like I don't I can't vouch for holding up, but the nostalgia and watching the trailer. The aesthetic, yeah. yeah, I was like, like, fucking brilliant. I know they remade it. Uh-huh. And I didn't I didn't watch that. Because I was still holding on to like my you don't childhood. Know, you don't know to do ruined. I can't. Yeah. Like, but I was showing my son and he was like. This looks really cool. I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's more than cool. You're like, this, lo- <laughs> this looks cool.
0: Yeah. When this came out, how fucking
2: fuck?
1: <laughs> yeah. I, and then I told him, I was like, this is almost as cool as Airwolf. He's like, what's that? I'm all for another day. Yeah. Like, do you remember? I can't coming to do it one day. Airwolf coming out of the fucking mountain. Did you guys ever see Airwolf? Mm-mm, see, no. I'm a bit older. How, uh, okay. How old are you? Do you know how old I am? I don't. I mean, let's just say I'm in my late 30s.
0: Late, okay. that's, like, that's what I pegged. That's what late. I I pegged you as yeah. in your thirties. Enough
1: old enough to know Airwolf. Got it. Airwolf is basically here's the pitch. It's a super high tech helicopter that in the opening of the show comes out of a mountain. <laughs> Are you sold? Because <laughs> like, it's,
2: it's so good, dude. Like,
1: why is it coming out of a fucking mountain? Why does it look like the fucking Agent
2: helicopter?
1: Cody Banks? <laughs> it looks like. It looks like the fucking helicopters that took out Bin Laden. Oh, like they're like they're like <laughs> like a Chinook. Like, yeah, like like, but they're stealthy. You don't even hear them. <laughs> fucking Airwolf, dude! God damn it! So I'm gonna show my son Airwolf, and I'm You're gonna blow so his mind. You're so mad about Airwolf, I, dude! I'm gonna blow his mind when I show him. And <laughs> I think know. anybody should, you know, if you get a chance to watch it, you know, there was some good shit back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I just Magnum PI, dude.
3: I've only seen the remake now, and it wasn't good.
1: So the remake's not great, but again, here Tom Selleck rolling yeah. around with women on cliffs in Malibu with a Ferrari. Car. Yeah, <laughs> with a Ferrari, like no business doing what he's doing. But I can tell you that Shepard was completely inspired. His attire, one hundred percent inspired. By him, uh, Magnum PI. Like I, like I like that. Like one hundred percent. So when you see Magnum PI, you are like, all right, Magnum PI. Like he's he's just got stuff to do. <laughs> <In his laughs> I like that nice car. This just. You couldn't make those today. You can't pitch to a studio. All right, he's got a holster and a Hawaiian shirt and a fucking badass car and a fucking mustache. Yeah, and his
3: look at you. They go, "Is it a comedy? (laughs) Is Eddie Murphy also in this
1: movie? Eddie Eddie Murphy as Magnifi would be pretty cool. Like the new Eddie Murphy, like the the reinvented like Like a woke Eddie Murphy. Yeah, like the Eddie Murphy that's back." Huh. Like, I don't know. I like Eddie Murphy, though. I like Beverly Hills Cop. It's great. Dude, have you seen Haunted Mansion? Yeah, I did. Have you seen it? What? Haunted Mansion? It's good. It's no. Eddie Murphy. You know, he plays the the, oh, the dad. the comedy yeah. with yeah. the animated
0: yeah. green guy. Yeah. something yeah. or other. Yeah. Like, I
1: didn't think that was going to be good because it's the Haunted Mansion and it should be scary. Right. But you put somebody like Eddie Murphy in there and it's fun. And he realizes his character realizes he's in a fucking movie, but he can't say it. Yeah. You know, in a way, so he acts like this is ridiculous, and you love it. You <laughs> love that he's he he's acting with all this ridiculous shit happening because Eddie Murphy's such a he's a funny dude. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. he is. You know, he's and like hilarious.
1: and to know he's super like he's super foul mouthed in a stand up, but like it's tame. You know, when yeah, he can do both really yeah. well. Yeah, I just and I love like like Golden Child. Mm-hmm. Good. anyways i'm just chilling that i'm fucking old but it's, it's all good i don't have a choice
3: it's all right yeah you <laughs> don't have a choice you just
1: get older man
0: all right we just hit three hours fuck you got a lot of work i'm sorry it's all right <laughs> um, we usually have four yeah well yeah we'll we'll see we'll see but i think we should probably wrap it up yeah thanks for having yeah. me jordan that was awesome this has been awesome Thank you, guys. No, thank you, man. Yeah, uh, no, do you have really any? Cool. Are you working on anything else right now? Yeah, we that's did. One thing I, I know. To ask. Dude, I feel like there is so much more we can talk about. Like, are yeah. you working
1: right now during COVID? Um, so there is. Yeah, we're we're, um, we're actually I am working on a, a new script. Been working on it for a little bit. Um, that's sort of like um, like short circuit meets uh, uh, Terminator. Short oh. circuit,
0: the yeah, movie about like. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was so, gonna say this robot.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. it's it's uh, and it's the only way to describe it. Yeah, so we're <laughs> we're working on we're working on that, and then we optioned a book um, last year, and we're we're finishing the outline for it, and that's called Jackpot, and it is about a serial killer that wins the lottery. Oh. Who who chooses not to just hang it up and call it a day? He but to get crazier. He he invests in himself. This is a book. Yeah. Wow. And so we option that, and um, we're honestly just trying to figure out how to make it work because right now, not to go long, because I know we gotta go. But no, you're you're good. Right now, it's hard as an indie filmmaker to get financing for films unless you've had like a, a substantial hit or. You know, you've really done something that has grabbed people's attention, and they just they want you to make a movie Um, during these times. Because I think a lot of people who you know you would go to for investments are a little leery about you know just throwing you the market just in general half a million dollars. Yeah, Yeah, like you can still make movies, and COVID is is they're still doing it. Yeah, but it's so it seems risky. I think to a lot of people because even though they start up like the minute somebody gets COVID heaven forbid it's your lead and you can't shoot for 14 days or whatever. That's money. What do you like, do? Yeah, yeah you yeah. just yeah. lose money. Yeah. And like on a movie that I've made, that would put your movie out of commission. Like yeah. you'd be done. You. What do you do? Because now you're pushing into other people's schedules that they've committed to for other movies. So you might lose crew. You might lose cast. You're fucked. And it's a wild card. And if you're a producer or an investor, that's not awesome. Yeah. But then again... That's why movies are bonded. It still doesn't get around the problem of schedules. Yeah. You know, so uh, it's just hard. And we're trying to figure out how to make movies in, in COVID, but we're certainly working on new stuff. It's just, uh, we started a production company called Uh Phil and I did. And we plan to make more movies under that banner. Um, awesome. More, just more indie movies. So just as long as we can get a handle of COVID, you know.
3: It's a tough one to wrangle in. Yeah. It
1: is. And, Movies are hard enough to get made. Yeah. And then you throw in... Enough
0: enough logistics, right? It's like... Totally. Now you're throwing in this virus. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> it's a pandemic, which... So is impossible. You know, which I didn't... I didn't really know anybody that had it. I don't think I... I mean, remote. Like, I know that... I know that we had a, a family member in San Diego... Yeah. That had it. Two of them. Do, can we talk about the fact that Sam and I are... Semi related? Yeah. Or are related, whatever? Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You're, yeah. That that my wife Mm -hmm. has a cousin that Sam married. Oh. Which is,
3: which is cool. Yeah. Just for the audience? (laughs) A little behind the scenes. For the guy in the corner. Yeah. (laughs) I'll I'll just like put that in the beginning.
1: So, so like, yeah. Like, we don't, like, just to preface, I'm not here because somebody saw the movies and was like,
2: no, no, no. I like this guy. I like
1: that
0: better. No, I know. You were available. I was like, I saw Shepard and I was like, yeah. we got to get this guy. Go on Instagram.
1: Yeah. This guy's doing it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, just so you guys know, it's just, it was hard, but the calendar was certainly, I got it cleared.
0: Okay, that's good. I know. You came in here dressed for success. I like your spirit Halloween I thing. do like that sweatshirt. Did it's you just get off
1: sick. <laughs> No, I did. Shh, do not tell anybody. It's hard Wait, they're to still ma- open? It's hard to make money, man. No, I'm just, a, I'm a sweatshirt fan, so there's a company called... I'm a sweatshirt fan. <laughs> yeah, I am, dude. There's a company called Dumb Good that makes... Uh, shameless plug they make really cool licensed merch and they did a Spirit Halloween line oh, which yeah. I have always every year gone into Spirit and be like you guys still fucking shirts? Because I like the I like the Ghost Reaper I like your logo mm-hmm. no we don't sell shirts how Yeah, how weird why wouldn't they want to yeah like, that? like I always try to like you know ask if they have it so this year this company that I like to buy shirts from like had a Spirit thing and it's like it takes the idea of like you're an employee you <laughs> know it has like you know we're hiring on the back yeah. or something and I was like, "That's so cool! I have to have that because I love Spirit Halloween. So I've been going there as a ki- since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so what if it's my side job? Who cares? Dude? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> Who could, know, like, do what I want. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm an adult. You can delete that. <laughs> yeah, or just you know, don't use it. <laughs> but yeah, that's a uh, that's the thing. I, I do like uh, sweatshirts.
0: I'm glad you like sweatshirts. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, dude. Thank you yeah, guys. no, yeah. it was awesome. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah great
1: was... show. I wish you guys the most success on you it as well man and um you know if you ever need to pad some time you know i might i might be super busy but i will come back if you need
0: it we, we'll definitely have we you back on after the next movie drop. I, I feel like we could talk about movies and tv shows forever so. yeah let's do it so that's thank it. you that's man. a wrap thanks for later,
2: later.